in uh, the book of Ruth, and it talks about this familiarity of Ruth and Naomi and Orpha. And, and I want us to look tonight at about four people tonight, and really I'm just going to look at one tonight. And Brother Jared, I began to think about this thing, and I got overwhelmed with this uh, fork that I'm going to preach about tonight. And I want to preach tonight on three women and a fork. Three women and a fork. You know, I was uh, traveling down the road last night, and uh, Miss Nikki, I was running down the road, and I was going straight. I knew that I, I'd been to this place where I need to go to last night and visit, and I said, i got to make that turn or I'm going to be going straight the way I was going. Man, I've been thinking about folks that have been getting saved. I've been thinking about how God's been showing up in the house of God, Miss Connie. And boy, I mean, God's just been pouring out His blessings upon our lives. And man, I began to think about, uh, this ain't my first rodeo. And I, I think with all my heart, if we're not careful as Christians, as born-again believers, boy, we can get in a mess going down this road and just going straight, Brother Frank. And, and uh, I believe with all my heart that we're going to see that there's a lady here that took a fork in the road and, and she went the right way. Amen. And I believe if we're not careful as new Christians, I begin to think about that, Brother Shane. I remember the time when I got saved and man, I had to make some decisions. I had to, hey, they were just one of them things. You just got to go the right way. Amen. You got to take that fork and man, it ain't popular, Brother Jamie. It ain't popular to do what's right with God and do what's right in this world. It's not going to happen. Amen. If you're a child of God. And I began to look at this and I began to see uh, this different typology and, and uh, uh, this book of Ruth. And man, this book of Ruth is a, it's a rich book. Amen. Boy, I mean, when you look, Schofield says in chapter number 1, you see the deciding of Ruth. And then you go to chapter number 2, you see the servant of Ruth. But then you begin to see the resting of Ruth in chapter 3. And then 4, you see the rewards in Ruth. But boy, we begin to look in chapter number one tonight and we think about Emelech and boy, what a picture of, the, of this, uh, this Christian that's just backed up on God. And I mean, I know you've seen him. You've run down this road and boy, he took the wrong fork, Brother Jared. I mean, he got to going down the road and, and he decided that he was going to go his way instead of God's way. Can I say this tonight? If you're going the opposite direction that you need to be going, listen, you'll have to go right back to where you left God. How many of you ever had to do that? Go ahead. You can raise your hand like me. Amen. Boy, I tell you, there have been a many a times I had to go right back where I left God. And here Emelech is. He's not even going back. Amen. Boy, we can begin to look at his life and, and uh, we'll get to it down the road and, and we can see that there's judgment in verses 3 and 5 and, and we're not even going to preach on that tonight. But then you begin to think about Naomi. I mean, she's a Christian that's backed up on God too, amen. But she's made a decision, Brother Frank, that she's going to get back with God, amen. And boy, I like to be around Christians like that. Listen, uh, if you're backed up on God and you're trying to get back to Him, listen, I'm going to lift an arm, amen, and I'm going to try to get you there, amen. If it's all we can do, that's what we ought to do, amen. But then I begin to look at these other ladies. I think about Orpha. Man, she's a rejecter. She's just like old Judas. She gives the kiss of death, you might say. And man, she just... She just keeps going straight. She don't even take the fork, amen. I mean, she begins to go in the direction that she was already going. 
Listen, if you're going in that direction, it's real easy to keep going that direction. But I mean, when, you, when, when that old duck turns around and he starts going back up the river, amen, you, gotta, you got a little bit of fight going on with you, Brother Jamie, and you got you to gotta stay with the stuff, amen. But then I began to think about this other lady. Well, I'm telling you, uh, there's three ladies out in this desert, and they come to a fork, amen. And Brother Jared, this fork, listen, uh, I'm not calling it a crossroads, you see, I've been in some crossroads too. Y'all know what I, y'all heard crossroad preaching, but this is fork road preaching. I mean, you can go straight and keep going the way you're going, and you're going to end up just like Amalek. And then there's going to be the judgment of God. You're going to have trouble in your life. Or you can do like this lady, Ruth. And the Bible says that Ruth, oh my, oh my goodness, man, I get to thinking about. Uh, this is a picture of a, a babe in Christ or a new convert. Listen, she doesn't, she doesn't just uh, go to kiss her, but she clings to her, amen. She clings to Naomi. Man, she wants to go wherever Naomi's going. And man, that's, that's a picture of that new... Listen, when I got saved, I didn't want to go to hell. I didn't want to go with Orpha. Hey, I didn't want to go the way of Amalek. I wanted to go uh, that fork and, and go right, amen. I wanted to get close to God, amen. And I began to think about this tonight as I began to study and, and think about this all the last couple of weeks and, and uh, concerning the different uh, decision, pastor, that we make in our, in our, our lives, in our, in our church family. Each and every one of us that if I was to point a finger at each and every one of you and say, you've made some decisions this week. Today you probably made some. Or tomorrow you're going to have to make some, brother. You're going to have to make some decisions of whether you're going to go with God or not go with God. I'm telling you today, you better go with God, amen. Naomi, you think about Naomi. I don't think that Naomi pastor preached over here not long ago, so I'm not going to get into a lengthy detail concerning Naomi and, and uh, all of this, but I believe that Naomi was the type of Christian. These girls loved her, Brother Jerry. I mean, they loved her. They treated, Naomi treated them just like a mother. I, I thought about this the other week, Miss Michelle, I meant to say this. Uh, when we were talking about your uh, uh, pastor's wife appreciation, Miss Michelle's appreciation, you know, she, she treats the other kids in the church just like they're hers. And this is the woman, Naomi. I believe when we look in Proverbs 31, we see Ruth, amen. She's a woman that loves these girls, and the Bible said that Ruth loved her too. Now, she, the Bible says she claimed to Naomi. And that decision of that uh, Moabite woman was like a decision that, that's never been made before in her life. And listen, if we learn nothing else from Ruth's choice, we ought to uh, be made to realize the importance of making some great choices in our life. Man, I mean, Ruth laid her down and made a great decision in her life. 
Man, I made a bunch of bad mistakes, Brother Jared, in my life, and, and I'm sure y'all have too, and we all have, Brother Randy, but I'm telling you, Ruth made the right decision here, amen. What a, what a book, Pastor. What a book, amen. And Imelech, he made some decisions too, didn't he? I mean, his life ended in sin, and boy, the Bible says that he lost both his boys. Can you imagine that? Can I say this tonight? I've met men of God, Pastor, that have told me this. I remember my Bible college to, uh, uh, teacher telling me this, that when he surrendered to preach, Brother Jared, his daughter was in the hospital about to die. And this is what he said. He knew that that was God. Now listen, I can't judge that for him, but when God's dealing with me, Pastor... I know he's dealing with me. You, you know, amen? Amen. Do like pastor says, sit down there and say, amen. I'm telling you tonight, when God's dealing with you, you know it. And I believe that if we're not careful in our life, we can be like Amalek and, and God can be dealing with us. But I believe also that Ruth made a decision. Listen, uh, tonight I just want to talk about this decision that she made. And, and we see the choices that she made in verse number 14. Look in verse, uh, verse 14, the Bible says, And they lifted up their voice and wept again, and Orpha kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. Boy, I tell you, I see the position of, of Ruth and her choice. It involves a, a complete commitment of herself to Naomi, her people and her God. And you begin to think about it. I mean, it's beautiful tonight when you think about it. that's how every believer, every sinner's decision is to the Lord Jesus Christ. Man, after you get over the point of you seeing Jesus high, listen, I never get over that. Brother Franklin, when I first seen Jesus high and lifted up, Man caused me to weep because he had my sins upon him, amen. But boy, I tell you, what a picture of Jesus and, and, the, and the sinner and we see in ourselves. And, and I, I begin to read uh, with this thing. And, but I want to look about six things tonight, and we're going to be done tonight. I want to look first that the Bible said uh, Ruth came to a fork in that road. And not a crossroad, but a fork in that road. And she said to Naomi this, Whether thou goest, I will go. Boy, do you remember the day when you come to that fork in your road and you said to yourself, Where you go, God, that's where I want to go. Man, I say it every day, Lord, wherever you want me to go, I want to go, Lord. That's where I want to be, amen. Boy, if you ever get in the uh, I preached a message one time about getting in the way. Bible says something about getting in that way, in his way, amen. You ever get in his way, brother, you don't want to go any other way, amen. And I believe that, that Ruth is getting in the way, and, and in the course of our lives, we, we may cross many a pass at, and uh, many a forks in the road, and listen, we need to make some choices. You know, God gives us freedom of choice to make whatever decisions we want. I mean, but here she deliberately decided. That's what we did when we got saved. We deliberately decide, Brother Jamie, that we're going with God. Amen. 
If it hair lips a poke, we're going with God, amen. Not knowing where it might take you, Brother Jamie. I mean, I didn't have a clue. Woo, I got to talking uh, to a lady last night, and she got to telling me how that she got scared when she got in church. And uh, it scared her, brother. And I remember when I first got in the house of God, and man, I went over to Bible college, and I'd come out of a liberal Southern Baptist church, Brother Frank, and man, there's about 80 men running around shouting, and woo, I mean, hanging from the chandelier and singing. I mean, I ain't never heard such singing, amen. Brother, I said, and I remember that preacher said, hey, some of y'all might not be used to this. said, y'all try it. I remember trying it, amen. Brother, I've been practicing running in my backyard. I ain't good at it, but I might break out in a little slow, a little slow run or something, amen. But I'm telling you tonight, she decided to go where it was deliberate. I mean, it was deliberate going, not knowing where it might take her, only that it would end up in Bethlehem, amen. Well, I tell you, she committed herself to the course of life that would... Uh, Determine someone else's amen. That's exactly what sinners do when they come to Christ. I, you know, and, I, and I'm calling tonight for two things. I'm calling for you who are yet without Christ and you need to commit yourself. Maybe you're here tonight and you're not saved. And you need to, as the Bible says, take my yoke upon me. Become his volunteer bond slave. I mean, lay your ear to the awe and go ahead and jump in all the way. Amen. Just go ahead and be a slave for Jesus, amen. You know what I call them? Uh, Brother Jared, I-, I wanted to say this the other day when uh, people got to stand up and testify. And you know, we're so much different, Miss Connie. We're different than, you know, we're all different, Brother Randy. Every one of us, I-, I always tell people, you know what we are, Brother Jamie. How many of you watch that? I've said this before over in a, that little Christmas show when the, uh, he wants to be a dentist. And he's a misfit. That's what we are, just a bunch of misfits for Jesus, amen. I mean, we ain't nothing, Miss Connie. I mean, we ain't nothing, Mike. We just misfits for Jesus, amen. And boy, I tell you tonight, you, you're either going to fall out and be that bond slave, and then I, I think about this, those that are lost, but then we that are saved and we know Him, that we commit our life to Him, amen. You know, preacher, when I preach, I try not to have no hidden agenda, amen. I ain't sliding nothing in on you. I'm telling you the truth. I've got that King James Bible, amen, and we're going to give you the truth tonight. But, boy, I tell you, you think about this tonight, too. You know, Peter went fishing, but just one visit with Christ brought him right back, did it? Man, I tell you, I've gone a-fishing before. But one meeting, one, one preaching service, one singing service, one, one time in the house of God, Brother Tony, and it bring me right back where I ought to be. Get me right on the right road, amen. Listen, I don't want to keep going straight. I want to take that fort and follow him, amen. And I see tonight that we, we need to really be careful in our lives and, and in our Christian lives when God's a blessing, people getting saved, and, and even new Christians, amen. Man, what a danger you're in. Man, I, I remember when I got saved, and man, boy, there was a bunch of forks in my road. Man, I, I remember Miss Nikki, I was running this road, and it seemed like God said, no, don't go down that road. You follow me. You keep going. And you see, I could have kept going straight. I could have kept smoking that dope. I could have kept smoking them cigarettes. I could have kept drinking that liquor, Brother Tony. 
But God said, no, that ain't the way I want you to go, amen. Hey, it's not an easy road to hoe, amen. Hey, the Bible, and and we're going to get into that in just a minute, but there's many avenues that Jesus wants us to go, wants us to deny. And uh, listen, this is not what we publicly declare to our Lord, to His people, uh, in the newness of life in Romans chapter 4 and through 6, to walk in His way. It is the, listen to this, the highway of holiness, Isaiah 35 and 8 says. It says it's a low way of humility. Hey, you know, I, I heard it said this way, Brother Jared, a lot of preachers, they come up to the pulpit, they are all proud and they're mighty. Listen, it's a low road of humility. Listen, I want to I humble myself before God. I need God in my life. Man, I, I don't want to be puffed up and jacked up in self and flesh. And Listen, we need God, Amen. This life is a low way of humility, a narrow way of faith, amen. Listen, this way is narrow. I picture it like this, Brother Jamie. When, when, when you get saved, it's a funnel. You go in the little side, and boy, it opens up big, Brother Shane. But when you're lost, you just go in the other way, and uh, there ain't nothing once you get through, amen, in this world. Nothing's going to satisfy you. There's no, no drink, no, no nothing, no money. It won't make you happy. When you get to the end of the road, you'll be like Solomon. He said it's all vanity. But listen, this, this is true tonight. And I believe, I believe Pastor Shane preached this. He don't try to win people to God and tell them, man, everything's going to be all right. It's a rough way, amen. This, this road is rough, Amen. You get saved and you live for God. If you're not having a hard time, you're not living for God. Amen. And then I believe it's the old way of truth. It's the old way. It's the old book. Amen. I was talking with uh, your son last night and this is what he told me. He said, I think I like that old singing. He's been in some churches where he's heard that rock and roll and all that. Listen, I like that old path. Amen. I like it when they shout and run and holler and hang from the ceiling and preach like wild men, amen. I mean, just light me up with the, and let me, let me see myself as a mirror. But then I see not only is it an old way of truth and it's a safe way of security, but it's a good way home, amen. She's getting to Bethlehem, amen. She's getting to the house of bread and she's going to get there. But the Bible says, he said, where thou goest, I'll go. What could be more blessed than to have your path ordered by the good shepherd? I mean, have your path. All you got to do, brother, is just put one foot in front of the other. I mean, when we was in the service, it was left and you walked in cadence. And I believe that's how we walk. Sometimes, brother Shane, I still, in my mind, I'm marching. Left, right, left. And I'm marching to my, and I'm thinking God's right there with me, amen. And he's, listen, there's no better way than to be with the good shepherd, amen. To have your, your steps, who goes before the sheep in the way in which he leads them. And can I tell you, if you get to the place where you don't know which way uh, to go and to make uh, a turn around him, Ruth said, where you go, I'm going. <laughs> listen. If you get to where you don't know where to go, wherever he's going, that's where I'm going. Amen. That's where you need to go. But then notice this. Her, well, 
her crossroad or her fork you would uh, go to say, I guess you'd say, but then notice something else. Her place of rest. She says this, and where thou lodgest, she says, I'm going to lodge. Wherever you lodge, Naomi, that's where I'm going to lodge. She's took this fork and she's decided Ruth makes no stipulation here uh, at the lodging place should be or what kind. The one desire that filled her heart was that she wanted to be with Naomi. Her beloved mother-in-law, she she had many friends. Can I say this? She says, where thou lodgest, I'm going to lodge. But she didn't go with her friends, but she dwelt with Naomi and in uh, chapter 2 and verse 23. And even when she married Boaz, the Bible says that she claimed to Naomi in chapter 4 and verse 15. You know, this is a picture of every believer and uh, that great ambition that, that uh, you and I have this blessed prospect to dwell with Christ. Psalms 27 and verse 4 said this, This one thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek Him that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Brother Tony, there's nothing better, brother, than to be in the house of the Lord like we was in the house of the Lord last other Sunday. You got to teaching on them trees. Man, God had already been dealing with me coming up the road. You can ask my wife. She didn't even know what you were preaching, teaching. Man, we were talking about trees the whole way in. Brother Tony got in. It's just like God said, just pour it on you. Just keep pouring it on you. Amen. I mean, that's how our God does. Amen. He's good to us tonight. And boy, it, it matters not where my path takes me. It just matters if Christ is there. Hey, it doesn't matter where I'm going, Brother Jared, as long as Jesus is there. It doesn't matter where I live, as long as Jesus is there. It doesn't matter where I worship, as long as Jesus is there. Listen, it don't matter at all, not, not what or where. Heaven is as long as Jesus is there. You know where heaven's at? I don't know where heaven's at. But I know Jesus is going to be there. I mean, that's enough. I'm sealed, brother, to the day of redemption. Uh, Miss Connie, we said it the other week. It's just as good as I'm already there. Amen. And, and, and the preacher said, tell your face sometimes. Amen. <laughs> we got to tell ourselves sometime. Amen. And this is going to be our happiness. You think about that. That new Jerusalem. The Lord's going to be there. Boy, I tell you. But then, not only that, she says this. Her people, talking about her people, thy people. Well, I tell you, can, can, I, can I just say this tonight? When I got saved, Brother Jared, I had a lot of friends I worked with. I had a lot of people I knew. Man, I had some good friends. I said it the other day. My best friend was my wife's brother. I mean... We were like that, Brother Jared. Man, he'd stick up for me, Brother Randy. I'd stick up for him. You wasn't going to get nothing by me and him. We were, we were like that, amen. But I'm telling you what's the truth. Naomi, or Naomi, Naomi got told this by Ruth, and she said that her people, talking about thy people shall be my people. You see, Ruth was in a road. You, I don't know if you get the picture of this. She's going down the road, Miss Nikki, and there's her other sister-in-law, and she's going to keep going straight up the road, 
And Naomi and Ruth's going to take that fork in the road and they're going to Bethlehem, amen. Can I tell you tonight, it's easy to just keep going straight up the road. It's easy to keep hanging with your buddies, your friends, and, and, and doing the things that you're doing. But boy, it takes something when God gets a hold of you and you mind God. I mean, you mind God. You, you obey. Can I tell you how many... You know, the Bible... I believe that preachers have told me this for years, that if you'll make much of that, Brother Jared, it'll make much of you. I believe with all my heart that, that Ruth decided... She said, listen, the choice involved a, a painful separation. Can, can I tell you, I, I testified this the other day. I want to give you an illustration of separation. You know, when I was in Bible college, Brother Jared, they said, don't, don't use yourself in, in illustrations. But you know, I don't know anybody else better than I know me. I, I know my story, Brother Tony, better than I know your story. But I remember when I got saved, my brother-in-law come over to my house and Brother Tony, we were best friends. And we sat on that porch at my house and this is what he told me, Miss Connie. He said, you're walking with God. You're going right. I'm your friend. I don't want to hinder you. He had enough a lost man, if he was lost. I don't know that he was lost. I don't know if he was backed up. Listen, this, is, this man... When we was in sin, Brother Tony, if I threw a beer can out in the church, he'd stop the car and make me go pick that thing up. Now, I don't know if he was lost or saved, but he was friend enough with me that he said, you're doing right. I'm going this way. You keep going down that fork with Jesus. That's what he told me, a lost man. Brother Shane, I respected that more so than I have out of a lot of saved people. But I'm telling you, it was hard, Brother Tony. It was hard as a young Christian to not say, hey, well, just let me go with you this one more time. But you know what? The Holy Ghost wouldn't let me do that. And that's what's happening in Ruth's life here. It didn't matter. Listen, she had a painful separation. She left her people and she took Naomi's people. And the very first thing that God calls for you and I when we get saved is a separation. Amen. Listen, if you're going to live for God, you're going to have to separate. The Bible said, even Jesus said it. I believe it was over there in Luke and I'm paraphrasing here in, in uh, chapter uh, 14 and verse 25. You can read it later on. But, but Christ said this. Uh, here are my mother. Here, here are my brethren. He was talking about looking at his disciples. You are my family. Can I say this tonight? I ain't been here but about a year, Brother Booty. But you're my family, amen. Whether you like me or not, we're going to heaven together, amen. And we, we, we just got to learn to love each other, amen. And, and, and I believe that Naomi, she, she, she took this from Ruth. And, and Ruth said to her, Thy people shall be my people. Listen, when, when God called Abraham, you think about this tonight. God told Abraham that he wanted him to go to Canaan. And what did Abraham do? His daddy didn't die. He said, I'm not going. And, and what did God do? He killed the daddy. And I believe with all my heart that we're going to have some painful separations. Amen. 
I believe that if you're going to be a child of God, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to commit yourself. It, it would, it, if we would follow Christ, there, there's a very real sense that we must forsake our own people. Amen. Uh, can I say this tonight? If you're saved and you got, you got family members, they're saved. Listen, they probably don't understand you right now. If they're lost in your sight, they don't understand you sometimes. Am I right, amen? I get mixed up sometimes in preaching, but I'm preaching right, Brother Jerry. I mean, they, they don't understand us. I mean, there's something different about you. And boy, there's something different about Ruth tonight. And, and listen, she's saved and, and she's trying to uh, go the way of, of uh, Naomi. And then she goes on a little bit farther in this fork in the road. And she says here in, in these verses, her God, talking about her God. Then Ruth said, thy God shall be my God. Amen. Man, let me, whoo, I just want to stop right here for a minute and think about this, Brother Jerry. You get to thinking about your God. And Ruth's deciding there's something different about you. I want to go with your God, amen. My God ain't helping me none, amen. My God ain't doing nothing for me. Hey, that, that God of alcohol, Brother Tony, that God of drugs, that God of, of money, that God of, of everything else, that boat, that lake house, whatever it is you got, it ain't doing you nothing like uh, Ruth's God, amen. I'm telling you, uh, when, when, when I got saved, I had some people that had the real God, amen. I got to getting around them. I said, there's something different about them. I remember going to work, telling old boy, I said, man, if I can make it to Sunday, I'm getting saved. Man, somebody come up and tell me that, Brother Jerry, we're breaking the Bible out. We're quoting every verse of Scripture I know. We're getting him saved or her saved. Didn't even try to get me saved, amen. But I'm telling you, I've been around some folks like Naomi and, and uh, man, their God is going to be my God. Amen. Pastor Shane, your God's my God. Amen. Amen. Brother Jared, your God's my God. Bethany, your God's my God. Amen. I, I'm glad that we got the same God. Amen. And, and that's what Ruth's saying. Without question, this was the most difficult part in Ruth's decision. You know that natural man, he clings with the uttermost uh, to religion and his listen, yeah, I was talking with a fella this week, and his wife is a Catholic. Man, you can't tell them nothing, amen. I got to telling him, I said, You know, the Bible says, Call no man father. You know, women wear dresses, not men, amen. Well, you get to telling them about some of the things in the Bible. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone, Look, brother Jared. He gave you a wife, amen. And boy, you get, listen, they'll fight you over their religion. I, I mean, Ruth had to do something really hard here to come apart from her religion and, and all of Moab and all of that sinful nation and her religion. But now, uh, you just hear me and hear me well, it's absolutely impossible for anyone to follow Jesus without forsaking their religion, amen. You ain't going to follow God without forsaking Him. Listen, when you, when you get saved, if you do, you're going to have a beat up life, amen. Your life is going to be miserable, amen. You can't worship at the altar of religion and at the, at the altar of free grace, Brother Tony. Listen, you, you got, you got a, the one and true living God. 
That's who we worship, amen. And that's what Ruth's saying. I mean, he's sovereign. He's Listen, he's holy tonight. Hey, you want to get a hold of God? You, you do that model prayer. Hallowed be thy name. Holy. You're righteous. You're, you're a great God. You're a mighty God. You own all the cattle on a thousand. Listen, he owns it all. Look, if you don't believe it, go out tonight. Don't look at them lies, but look at them lies. I mean, he's the creator of it all, amen. I mean, he's sovereign, he's holy, he's just, he's merciful. I mean, he's the, he's the God of all gods, amen. He ain't even listed in the little G's, amen. He's got a big K, amen. He's a big God, amen. But then think about this tonight, and this is my second to last thought tonight, but it says, hear her death. Then Ruth said to Naomi, where thou diest, I'm going to die. I like that. At the very outset, Ruth said to Naomi, I've made my decision. She said, it's a lifelong commitment. You, you know, when I got saved, Brother Shane, I didn't get in to get out. Man, I didn't even get into Bible college to be a preacher, Brother Tony. I just got in because I got in, amen. I wanted to learn me something, amen. I, I didn't want to be no Benny Hinn. I do not want to go breathing on people and, oh, I'll be healed. And I want to be real, amen. I want people to see our lives be real and holy. Man, I can tell you things. Brother Shane, that God has done for me, just like Miss Connie, you can tell. Brother Jared, you can tell. That you know what? You know how we can worship and keep going along? Because when we look back at what Jesus done for us, I mean, we see God high and lifted up and holy and so real in our lives that, listen, we couldn't deny it if we wanted to deny it. I mean, he, He's so much God tonight. Listen, only God can orchestrate a service like happened the other. Listen, I've been in a few. But they, they far and few between, Brother Shane. And I'm telling you tonight, she says that her, her death, she said, where thou diest, I'm going to die. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's that lifelong commitment. It, it can't be, listen, there ain't no reverse. I mean, rip reverse out, throw the mirrors away where you look behind you and keep going for God, amen. I mean, just keep living for Him, amen. And listen, we're, we don't have steps that we can be retraced. Listen, uh, it will be with you to the end. When, when she said that what happened to her, to the end, till you die, amen. Two things here. The believer comes to Christ recognizing that Christ's death, it is the sinner's substitute. We can see that in Galatians. I wanted to preach on that grace, Brother uh, Tony. And uh, you had preached it the other week. And, and uh, listen. It talks about that crucifixion. When, when, when Christ died, guess what? We died, amen. You know, you keep thinking about that for just a minute. Think about that. When, when, when it says that Ruth's commitment to Naomi and, and that, that ending in death, I mean, the believer's commitment to Christ is permanent. I mean, listen, brother, I, I, he said, I count myself in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13 and 4, not to myself apprehended, but it's one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. He says, I press to the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus. Listen, with the believer, this business of faith, it's real tonight, amen. I mean, you, you can't get over this commitment to Christ and and listen, it's not spasmatic. 
Uh, it, as I said, it ain't got no reverse in it. It ain't got no rear view mirror in it. I mean, this thing is for real, amen. I wish tonight, Brother Mike, sometimes uh, if you can get out sometimes what God puts in. I mean, Miss Connie, when, when God starts bubbling up in our hearts and we, we're getting filled with the Spirit of God and we want to get it out to somebody else, but it just doesn't come out that way, amen. Well, I wish I could get out sometimes what God puts in. Lord, you'd have something tonight. But then I, I see tonight, and, and he, she says this, and not just a death, uh, but uh, or her deathbed. It says, Ruth said, and there will I be buried. Her life is it's so interwoven with Naomi that she just wanted to be buried with her. I mean, she's so interwoven that she wanted to be buried with her. She, she couldn't follow her no farther than the grave. You think about that tonight. She couldn't follow her no farther than that grave, but she followed her that far, amen. You think about Ruth's commitment to Naomi. You see, it ended in that common grave, but we as the believer, I mean, it begins in a grave, amen. You know, the, the Bible says we're buried with him in baptism. Praise God, I mean, we've we're, we're, we got a new beginning when we step into that. When, when you boys and, and y'all just got saved, y'all got baptized, listen, that, that's, that, that's that telling the world, hey, I'm going with him. I, I'm taking that fork with, with Ruth and Naomi. I'm going with God, amen. I don't know about you tonight, but I made a commitment a long time ago. I'm going, uh, listen, I'm going with, with God. Yet, tonight we begin to think about this. And you think about when, when we are raised by Him, we shall live together with Him forever. We shall ever be with the Lord. Listen, you, you, you can just stop a minute and say, this is the best deal that I ever made, brother. You, you think about that tonight. Brother, Jared, I, I've made some deals in my life. I always get ripped off. And then I go to sell something, I get ripped off. I'm I, telling, uh, we was talking to somebody today, my wife's aunt, car broke down. I said, you know, I buy something, then I sell it for half price. But I'm telling you, the best deal I ever made, Brother Tony, he paid it all. And I received the gift, amen. He paid the sin debt, Pastor. I ain't had to pay nothing. All I had to do was just Take that gift and receive it, amen. Well, I'm telling you, if that don't do something for you, your wood's wet, amen. I believe with all my heart, y'all ought to be like Ruth tonight. It doesn't matter what road you're going down. Uh, I thought about that. How, how many of you ever marinate something? Or, uh, I, I like the verse of Scripture, Pastor and Luke, where it talks about, I, I never forgot that when I when I seen that verse. You ever, you ever see something and you think nobody else has seen it in the Bible? Have you ever done that? And boy, you just get the biggest blessing out of Brother Jared. And I remember I was reading Luke chapter 2 and the Bible says that Mary pondered, talking about what she had just seen. You ever marinated something? I mean, you, you think about the Word of God and you throw a little soak on it. Okay, chew the cut if you like that then. And, and throw it up a few times. Make it good, amen. And I'm telling you tonight, we as Christians, we, we begin to think about what Jesus said. Listen, best deal you ever made. 
best deals you ever made. I, I remember the day that I got saved, Brother Jared, that preacher said, what you need? I need not go to hell. I, I need to be saved, is what I told him. And he said, son, let's go back to my office. He took me back there, Brother Jerry. He began to show me the Word of God, showed me I was lost, and, and I already knew it. I believe I was saved the minute I walked up there. I believe I was already saved. I was already sealed, brother. And God had saved me that day, and I began to think about the best deal I ever made. Boy, I tell you, the devil will take you out of here tonight. Take you out of a service like we had the other Sunday and tell you you ain't nothing. Boy, I'm telling you, you need to ponder. You need to meditate upon this stuff. But boy, then... In conclusion tonight, and, I, and I'm done preaching tonight. Listen, before you tonight is this city of God, which is Bethlehem. That's what Ruth's seeing. She's seeing Bethlehem or she's seeing the world. You think about that tonight. She, she sees Bethlehem or she sees Moab. And I believe tonight we hold before you the Lord Jesus Christ, or we hold before you the world. I, I believe that that's what I'm trying to portray tonight, try to get across in my message tonight, what you want. You want to go with them uh, Moab, or, or you want to go to Bethlehem? I don't know about you tonight. I want to go where Ruth and Naomi's God is. That's where I want to be tonight, Brother Frank. I got no other place I won't be tonight. You can stand tonight, heads bowed, eyes are closed tonight.